0: And how are you? I'm I mean, how are you doing? There. What's the podcast I'm... called?
1: <laughs> how are you this morning? Uh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, generally I'm fine. I'm just so out of it. And, yeah. um, I uh, last night, I started feeling like crap. I was having trouble breathing. I was a little toasty and I was like, oh no, is this the Rona? Then I found out it was at least as far as I know. It was in fact a kidney stones. Ooh, they're back and uh, B, asthma. So I'm sitting here, you see I have a little jacket on? I actually have a heating pad under this because putting the Mm. heating pad on my chest, just basically the shift from warm seasons to cold always wreaks havoc with my lungs. Turns out putting a heater on your lungs helps a lot. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I'm just kind of a big old lumpy mess right now. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm pretty good. I ran out of yogurt for breakfast because I haven't done grocery shopping or had anything delivered and so I had to eat a very tasteless oatmeal for breakfast which is that's, you know, sad. But <laughs> Eleanor is adorable and she smiled a lot at Charles when he was getting ready for work today and she pooped up her back the very most. <laughs> so, you know. Been a good morning.
1: <laughs> that sucks. That sucks real bad. Do uh, I still have Craig the Brute from Halo Infinite in sure my background? Do. I sure <laughs> do. Wow, what a what a state. Yeah. Oh my god, that. Why do you call that the best? You like, I understand affection for your child. Allegedly, I understand it, but like, alleged ad, affection for your child, dookieing the spine as high as possible, yeah. like one of those carnival games where you try to hit the bell. Like that's just. Yeah, one day she's gonna hit the bell and it's gonna be even worse. Are you still gonna be happy? (laughs)
0: Um, it's very funny when it happens to me, especially because like (laughs) often, like it's not that it just happens and like you don't know it's happening. Like she gets this really serious look on her face and then goes like, and then all of a sudden there's just like an explosion of shit, and you can hear it. You can hear the shit coming out of her tiny little butt, and then it just goes all the way up (laughs) and you don't necessarily know and then like I wasn't you know you don't she's facing me most of the time like I'm not looking at her back and so I went to go pick her up and I was like oh my hand is wet oh great (laughs) Um, man
1: we we recorded an episode of Dice Populi recently and for things much less vulgar than what you just said I was getting chastised for my toilet humor (laughs) uh oh my god that was rough um it's just part of
0: it's just part of it you know yeah, I guess I. I also, I imagine the best part acclimate. about it is that it was kind of shaped in the Starfleet insignia, so that yeah. was good.
1: This is not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> this this particular personal storytelling <sighs> is is doing bad things for me right now. Yeah, well. Um, oh, <laughs> like I imagine you would acclimate. I am not like anytime my cat does something other than the spot they're supposed to do it. My life sucks for a while. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Yeah. So was she um, mid expulsion when you sent me that picture of her that looked like Tony Soprano plotting to murder somebody?
0: Oh, gosh. That was a while ago. I mean, it's possible. It it did not go up the butt that time if that helps. But there may have been poop coming out. I'm not 100% okay, sure. Okay,
1: <laughs> you know, I don't do this a lot. We got to pivot. We got to move this conversation so Listen, I could New I'm parent talk. Chuck. It's
0: all about poop. <laughs> it really
1: is. Laura, I want to thank you for single-handedly solidifying my decision to not have children in the near future. <laughs> this is I'm clearly not capable of handling this. Um God, so ha- so. I guess let me ask. Instead of trying to force a different line of conversation, has anything besides this happened <laughs> in the last month?
0: Yeah. Well, she smiles a lot <laughs> now, which is really exciting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's super, super cute. Like they always say, when babies start smiling at you, like that's that's like a turning point because at first they just cry and poop and eat and sleep, and like that is it, and there's very little reward from that. And, like, I don't know, we enjoyed watching her, like, move her little hands around and stuff, so it wasn't, like, terrible. But when she starts smiling and, like, interacting with you, that's the best. Also, in, like, the 80s, I want to say, or the early 90s, there was a huge shift where babies used to sleep on their stomachs. Like, that was the recommendation. They were like, you know, have your baby sleep on your stomach. They're more comfortable that way, whatever. And then they flipped it, and they were like, back to sleep is the new thing. So you're supposed to have your baby sleep on your back because it reduces the chance of SIDS. Um... What, Which is, is, what is sids oh sorry sids is sudden infant death syndrome
1: where oh i have heard of that yeah That's, babies
0: just die um,
1: i don't think there's ever been a name for a physical affliction that so clearly communicates the fact that the doctors have no clue what the fuck is going on <laughs> as sudden sudden de- it it died it just it just that, yeah um, why? a lot of it times was a it's syndrome.
0: it's because of like suffocation um mm. but they call it sudden infant death syndrome so Um, When that happened, then babies started really only being on their backs for most of the time. And so then, like, there's issues with flat heads and, like, blah, 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 and they're stationary. So then it's a whole thing of, like, back to sleep, but then you have to do tummy time during the day so they get some time to, like, be on their stomach and learning how to lift their heads up and stuff like that. Um,
1: You could just rotate their torso opposite their legs and just, you know, it'll be tougher developmentally when they get older, (laughs) but at least in the start, it'll just save you a lot of trouble. Uh, of course, it may also bring on a very rapid onset of
0: SIDS. So. <laughs> Sudden, not necessarily unexpected.
1: <laughs> Sudden, not unexpected. Yeah, that's... Mm. Yeah, we now, should also j- put
0: in some sort of a trigger warning here. Yeah. Like, SIDS is not something to joke about, for sure. It's It's really awful. not. I, I um, take... I do
1: not find the concept of Sid's humorous. No. no. I find the name, the absolute hands in the air, no information name, just totally absurd and
0: frustrating. Which is funny because like the thing that is the most, like least understood seems to be colic, where they're just like, yeah, it's just when your baby cries a lot. We don't know why, but if they cry for like three hours a day for more than, you know, three days out of the week or something like, it's colic. I, okay. What? I
1: thought colic was like a specific thing. No. Uh, man, it this isn't. Is, Which this is not, it things, should be. Yeah, this is one of those things that like, one, I wish that more about the medical field was explained in, you know, lower level education than medical school. Just because so much of medicine is just looking at symptoms, putting a name on it, and just, hey, that's as much as we know. It yeah. happens, and that's it. It really makes the level of understanding we have about COVID seem kind of miraculous <laughs> when there's a name for something called sudden infant death syndrome. It's just, I, it is oh, disheartening. Yeah. You know, that thing that happens when you grow up and you realize how much a shambles everything actually is, and you yeah. become disillusioned with the concept of competency? Yeah. It's that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, like, so she started smiling. Oh, I remember like 20 minutes ago what I was going to say there. <laughs> Eleanor. So part of tummy time is that they're learning to like lift their heads up and use their shoulder muscles so they can start learning how to roll over and crawl and stuff. Working those downs. And Eleanor's head is in the 75th percentile for her, her, for her age, but her body is in the 25th percentile for her age. So she got a big old head. <laughs> She's
1: going to fall over a lot.
0: Well, she has a really hard time... Keeping her head up because it is so much disproportionately too big for the rest of her body. Um, oh no! So she was doing a really like not such a great job with it, and for a while it, like it didn't bother her at all, and then it bothered her a lot. And then like two days ago, all of a sudden she was just oh, like, she's feeling I self-conscious got this. about it." No, she's great. So she just started suddenly like lifting up a lot and like staying upright, and like she smiles when she does it now. So she's like turning to an actual baby instead of just like a little tiny nugget it's very cute so
1: wait so do you think that this will disproportionately affect her musculature where she'll have like a regular head yeah an enormous torso (laughs) that is so jacked and just the shittiest chicken legs
0: (laughs) there's a good chance yes
1: she's gonna be the worst gym rat in her elementary school
0: mom skipped leg day every day
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was the worst that's fun. Oh, yeah. God. I'm having a similar problem where I've gotten my... So just in the morning, I'm up to like, what, 36, 38 pull-ups in the morning. Wow. Um, I'll do a set of 30 jumping jacks and 30 push-ups so I can get up to 150. Uh, so my chest and arms are starting to look pretty healthy. Uh, I have not focused on my core so basically there's like this one foot in the middle of my body that looks really unhealthy and above and below is actually doing pretty well, <laughs> but I really need to figure out a way to balance that out. It's the leg day problem, but it's belly day. <laughs> I got I to gotta figure out belly da- Tummy time actually you might, you help gotta do your tummy <laughs> might help quite a
0: bit. Might uh, help quite a bit. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I can't really run anymore because how cold it is, so you yeah. got to figure that out.
0: I've been trying to do yoga. Um, with, like, uh, my friend Alana and I have been doing yoga on Zoom so that we can, like, hold each other accountable a bit, um, which mm-hmm. has been great. And then we both have times where we're like, and it's been six days. <laughs> um yeah. So it's not, like, super duper consistent, but it is, you know, the most I've done since before Eleanor was born. So that was nice. But yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're doing the 30 day with Adrian yoga challenge. From 2015. So, it, I mean, this is probably
1: a dumb question because it's not the point of the thing. But When you're doing yoga over Zoom with another person, the point of video chats is often to visually engage with the person. It's why on my other podcast with five people, it's just audio. Right. But with you and I, we're talking face to face, you know? What are you looking at <laughs> when you're doing Zoom yoga with another person? Um, so, is it all butts and shoulders? Because it sounds like it's all butts and shoulders.
0: Well... Uh... <laughs> So what the way we do it is we start Zoom, we have a nice little chit chat, we catch up on the day, mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then I screen share the video. So then the Zoom mm-hmm. video of Alana is very small, but yes, it is a lot of awkward positions of your body. <laughs> like we try to not look at the video while we're actually yeah, like doing every, the yoga. Because <laughs> every you know.
1: once in a while you sneak a peek, and you're like, I didn't yeah. want to see you that way.
0: <laughs> well, it's less. I mean, her <laughs> is fine, whatever. But like, I see myself that way. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Because, you know, we have our computer on the ground and we're standing in front of a yoga mat. Like, so there's some weird angles going on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I have not done any such thing. What I did do uh, actually this past week, I told you last month that by the time we chatted for October, I was going to have done some new stuff. I specifically said stuff I've never done before. I'm going to take a put a grain of salt on that one. But one thing I did do this past week was I had my first in-person social encounter since March.
0: Whoa! Yeah, Uh,
1: it was supposed to be Rebecca and I meeting up with a friend. Rebecca has children, so she could she uh, you know you know it happened. So it was just me and the friend uh, went out to eat in a place which was very scary for me at first, Um, just the concept of it. But, you know, had masks, took precaution, person worked, like, had COVID testing and knew they were negative, uh, and I haven't gone anywhere or done anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was good. So that might be why I had was, like, you know, freaking out about COVID last night before I went yeah. to pee and was like, oh, no, I can handle this. <laughs> um, but uh, so that was fun. It was also a great restaurant that does pick up that we're probably gonna start eating at a lot more nice Uh, i would discuss the restaurant with you but it literally will never matter to you as long as this pandemic exists so uh but no there was it was really nice i like as soon as rebecca dipped out i was like "Eh, maybe i won't go and she's like and i i I can't tell how much of this was love and how much of this was frustration but what i heard was you need to get the fuck out of the house (laughs) um yeah that's most uh, certainly not how she said it but i do think that is what she said um so it was it was good it felt nice to you know hang out with a person what yeah. i did notice now a lot of people are dealing with muscular atrophy because they you know they're not getting out walking around as much i think that's yeah. why my belly is disproportionately affected by this because like yeah I'll do some cardio every day but I'm I'm walking around so much less. I'll do yeah. more cardio but register like 5 to 6000 steps less a day than right. I did before this. Right. Um but what I really noticed during this social outing was social atrophy because I've just been inside the only people I've been talking to are people I'm playing games with, yeah. recording podcasts with or live with. So there's a real sense of familiarity and a lack of personal filter that I was extremely paranoid about. I think I managed it, but I felt deeply uncomfortable the whole time. Oh, man. It's like I was 14 again. And not in like a fun movie body swap. No one likes to be 14 in real life. (laughs) Nope. Nope. It was good. Honestly, I could handle 16 again, but 14 (sighs) is a bridge too far. Yeah. Well, sixteen is when Halo Reach came out, and when I was doing like some of my favorite stuff in high school. Sixteen so sounds that's like, like too bad. Yeah, yeah, but um, now nah, so that's a that's one of the big things I did.
0: Nice. Um, well, that's very exciting. Also, that's a huge step for you.
1: Yeah, it is. I feel <laughs> I feel like someone in some sort of recovery. Like,
0: hey, you made it to the bathroom. Good
1: job. <laughs> like, like not to underplay how much of a big deal that is for people, but I'm like, man, I really fucked myself over by sitting <laughs> inside for six months, didn't I? Um. I also, you might be able to see. I have a new microphone. To listeners, maybe I sound better. Uh, I've been saving up for a lot of technology and stuff. Wait, hold on, don't move.
0: No, go back uh, to your right a little bit. Nope, other way. A little bit more. Nope. You were going to my right. Yeah, there you go.
1: Are you getting a screenshot of me and Craig the brute? Yes,
0: but I'm going to (laughs) send this to you so you can put it on the thing. This is how I'm hearing you talk about your new microphone that I can see. Okay. Um, I can see it half so, the time. It's just yeah. <laughs> when you were oh, saying yeah, when it. I step-
1: oh, when I lean away, yeah, the yep. microphone completely disappears, <laughs> and it's just a poorly rendered ape from Halo. Yep. Uh, this is... Yeah. Th- <laughs> That's very fucking funny. Um, no, it's it's nice. Uh, my old one, after like seven years, started to crap out on me, and I had my eye on, uh, on this mic for a long time. It is... Expensive. I meant to spend like $350, $400 on my whole setup. I ended up spending $400 on just the mic. Wow. And uh, it's very nice and it's very good. And I, it's it works so much better. I have so much more control over things. It sounds good. better. It's easier to manipulate and post. Um, but the first of my many technology purchases was a really good decision. Yay. Um, I was also going to share with you how this is part of something else I did, but that would involve seeing my room. And unfortunately, I don't feel like taking this image of Craig the Brute (laughs) off of me, so you won't be able to see my room. You're just going to have to look at a Halo Infinite screenshot. But um, I ended up redoing my whole room, just moving everything around, and I have like a dedicated workstation, more space and like a nightstand and everything uh, for Rebecca because before it was just not set up in a way that would... Does she have her that.
0: own side of the bed now? Uh,
1: fully, yes. Own side of the bed, wow. nightstand, uh, uh, and everything. The thing, Like, I, I kept offering to change it. Like, yeah. hey, I can move this around, because she would complain about like, you know, uh, yeah. can't like set up another TV, can't get out easily, and I'm like, Rebecca, it's just furniture. I can move it. And she was like, no, it's fine. I like having this little corner here, and I'm like, fucking whatever. Uh, she insists she did not say that, but she absolutely did, uh, but I finally said, "Fuck it! I'm getting this new thing. Let me set up a whole new space." Uh, and now I've got my own little corner, and um, it's not a huge deal, but it made it made a tangible difference, Yay. in in how I go about my day, and it feels good. That's great. Um, yeah, that's it. Yep. Those are the new. Those are the big new things for um,
0: me. My new things are I. Well, I guess this isn't <laughs> my new things are that I have continued to. <laughs> um I've been continuing to read which is really really nice because I feel like that was Mm -hmm. something I spent a lot of time doing a long time ago and I really haven't since I became like an adult um so I finished the second book of the Stormlight Archives so I finished Words of Radiance two days ago and Mm -hmm. I bought the next uh the third book Oathbringer but when I was reading the introduction Brandon Sanderson is like you should really read Edge Dancer first which is book 2.5 um And Uh it's part of something called the Arcanium Unbound, I think, Um, which you can buy it standalone, but it is part of the Arcanium Unbound, where apparently, and I did not know this, he's been weaving all of his stories together into one universe. So he has like several different...
1: He's going for a real Stephen King Dark Tower. Yeah. So he
0: has all these different series that are, you know, presumably independent of one another, but actually he's been weaving them together. So that's exciting. So I'm reading Edge Dancer right now. Um. Oh my God! Speaking of new experiences, I went oh. for a walk the other day with Eleanor in her little stroller. We just started strolling around the block. Yay! You made it to the I bathroom. Made to the bathroom. Um, which we've been doing actually. We've been going on walks. You know, not every day because it's been so hot through this summer that like I'm I'm not comfortable outside. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take my baby outside if it's like 90 degrees and a million percent humidity.
1: I don't know. She's got a pretty swole <laughs> so I think she can handle it.
0: Um. But instead of taking my normal route, which is, there's this one, there are two streets uh, right down the street from me, that form into like a big U. I don't know why they're two different streets, but they are, it is what it is. Um, And like I normally just walk that, it takes about 20 minutes to walk it once, so I'll normally walk it like twice and then I'll go down a little bit further, whatever. Um, But I headed off in a slightly different direction. I started walking my normal U, and there's a little cul-de-sac like right after you make that left or, you know, the right onto the street. And mm. there's a park at the end of it, but you can't see the park. So I went to the cul-de-sac and there's a little sign that says like Beachwood Park or whatever. I'm totally, don't look at where I live. There's so many Beachwood Parks. I'm sure this one isn't the one you're thinking about. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, I, I can't think of a single place called Beachwood Park. So I'm miles <laughs> behind where you think I am. Um, So... There's like a little sign for this park and, you know, there's a there's like a pretty weirdly paved path that like goes, I don't know, like maybe 100 yards or something like it's a decently long path. And then all of a sudden it just opens up into this huge like park thing that has a baseball diamond, like a little um like a little soccer field area, a basketball court, like a ton of space in the middle and a whole pra- playground in the corner. So like swings and slides and all sorts of stuff. was really cute. And so I was just walking through to like kind of see and I passed two moms walking out of the park and we kind of, you know, with babies and strollers and we kind of like nodded each other like, oh, hey, you know, mom time whatever. And then I met a mom who might become my friend and I'm so excited about it. I haven't met a new person in a long time. (laughs) Like
1: longer than than pandemic pandemic long. long.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, whatever. I used to work with customers every once in a while, but like that's it's not the same. It's that's, just not the they same. They don't count. So uh, I'm not going to like say all of her information. But I'm not, I don't even know where she lives, but she lives in the area. Her son is.
1: Does she live near a Beechwood Park? Because you yes. should look her up by that. There's a lot of them.
0: <laughs> she lives near a Beechwood Park. Maybe, maybe not the same one that I live near. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But her son is 15 months old. She just moved to the area and she's like, she seems super nice. And it was just like. I finally understood what it's like to have a baby not in a pandemic, where like you take your kid to the park and you meet other mm. parents and you like have a nice chit chat and then you make a group of mom friends. You hold
1: your baby in the air and say, I need another
0: mom. <laughs> um, and it was like, I don't know, it was really exciting. And I went back, so it rained a bit yesterday. And She was like, "Yeah, we're here mm-hmm. almost every day. Um, and she was there probably around her lunchtime because it was it was a work day. Um, so I imagine she probably goes around lunch. But I went back at like three oh yesterday to see if she was there, and she wasn't. And I was like, okay, oh my God,
1: Lori, you have a mom crush. I have a mom crush. You have such a hard mom yeah. crush. It's a, you you are trying to guess this person's park schedule based on their lunch breaks. And just checking to see if they're there. That's high yeah, school well, shit. You know, <laughs> Way to be 14 again, Laura. That's a mom crush. I'm like happy for you. I have a mom you. crush.
0: It was so nice. It's so exciting.
1: Yeah. That's really nice. No, that's got to be. Rebecca went on a vacation and was talking about what it was like to meet a mom on the beach that would just like click with kids yeah. get along. And it was like it was the thing she talked about most from a vacation was like the couple hours she spent talking to this yeah. other mom. And uh, so, so yeah, and I haven't um, had I'm I'm getting a sense of how I haven't had
0: any experience like that because we've been shut in for six months. And like it was just so nice and she seemed so friendly and I just want to see her again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you exchange contact? So we
0: didn't. It felt a little soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You see how the terminology here really sounds like something else. (laughs) <laughs> this is very yeah. cute though like this is i i'm having a lot of fun listening to you talk about this i mean okay so hmm now i'm gonna get too deep into the mom crush here i didn't like that <laughs> sentence so the, the I, okay so you have a rough idea of when she's gonna be there are you going to go so drastic as to just like sit in the park for way too long and then say, oh, hey, what a coincidence when she shows up? Like, is that in your arsenal? It's right not now? yet.
0: That doesn't necessarily mean that it won't become. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of it is that like it's going to get cold soon. And so I'm probably not going to be taking her. I mean, I guess I guess we have a little while before it gets yeah. really, really cold and I can still stroll her around when it's. Autumn. I don't know. But yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. They, they, like, this is the first time I've done this. I haven't made a new friend since I was like, yeah. I don't know. You're probably the newest friend. That's not entirely true. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't.
1: Yeah. As far as like close friends, I, I do think it's been a while. Uh, the the newest friends I've made are, I guess, sort of recent because of the podcast. But even that's we're talking spans of yeah. years, not months or anything. And like the only
0: other time I've met um, people... I mean, really, the last time I met somebody that was outside of work was forever ago. Like, when I meet new people, it's through work. Yeah. And this was, like, something totally different. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is this?
1: Yeah. I guess if – I guess the last time I met somebody out of work that has, like, stayed my – friend, and I am I guess including podcasts as work because it is a responsibility mm. that nobody puts on <laughs> me. Uh, I, I guess that would be 2014. I was still very close with the person. But yeah, that was two thousand fourteen. It was over six yeah. years ago.
0: Like I think, I mean, I met you through work, and I met most of my friends through work. I've met yep. a couple people through like my husband's friends, you know, girlfriends, stuff like that. Like I, you know, kind of counts. Mm-hmm. But like the last time I made like a friend, friend, like an independent friend, was in college. Like yeah, outside of it's work, just it's so weird. Adults, it's adult life is weird. It's a concern that.
1: Yeah, I never thought about it too seriously because I, I I just accepted that I would have difficulty maintaining friendships at a young age because I was like, oh, the only way to make friends is work and parties, and God, that <laughs> sounds like it sucks. So th- the thing is, like Apple, for all the issues I had toward the end at that store, that is an environment that uniquely fosters... Yeah. Friendships in terms of how you work together and relate with each other. Every workplace I've been in since then, I'm like Apple spoils you right out the gate. I am astonished at how cold every other environment is. Like working on teams with people I know well, I don't yeah. talk to them. I and I don't and I don't want to. Not because of them, but just like in the context yeah. of most modern workspaces, it's not a thing that you want to do. Um and it's I'm very fortunate to, I think, have uh, the friends I have and the relationships I have because I could very easily, you know, be sitting at a park (laughs) hoping somebody will show up. Um, And I don't mean someone specific. When it's someone specific, I get it. You're creeping, and I appreciate that. Everyone creeps at some point. But if you're sitting in the park waiting for anybody to show up, yeah, You're you're not there. When we're there, we're going to have a different conversation.
0: I feel like you could do that if you bring the cat on a leash. You could probably attract some new friends.
1: Wow. That was the most misguided (laughs) thing I've ever heard you say. If somebody sees somebody walking a cat, the the instinct is not, I want to know more about that person. That's not what people think when you have a cat out in public on a leash. Interesting. No. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) I guess I'm a little uncertain about how things work these days. People
1: well, – because everyone expects a dog on a leash. Uh, cat on a leash has not been normalized yeah. in that way. You'll have some people stop by and ask some questions like, wow, you're really doing <laughs> that, huh? Must be tough. Okay, never
0: talk to me um, again. Like, that's It that's might the become more normalized because I started the new season yeah. of the Great British Baking Show. And there was a woman, they were doing her quick, like, this is your life outside of the baking show. And she was walking a cat. And I was very startled.
1: (laughs) Yep. See, that's it. It's startling. (laughs) I I would bring the cat to, like, the the work functions at Apple. Like, hey, we're all going to meet up in a park. And I'm like, everyone's going to bring their dog? Fuck it. I'm going to bring my cat. And really, that was the only reason I was, that I could, like, convince myself to go. I couldn't possibly sit there with nothing to talk about. I'm like, I have to have A, something to talk about, and B, an excuse to leave at any time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but there, like, they were all primed for it, and they knew me as the cat guy. Out in the wild, it is yeah. startling. Anytime I see it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not the <laughs> only one. Holy crap. Like, it's such a vindication. It's the mom crush yeah. moment. Uh where it's just like, oh my god, a person I could relate to about this. But also, I've stopped taking my cats out on leashes because they, it, like Odo is so... Un- I, I let them outside, and I take them outside, and they're good. But the leash, it's, uh, they just yeah. fall. They just fall over, and they're like, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to be a cat as long as these are the conditions. I mean, there,
0: there is a reason so. that most people don't walk their cats. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like you really need a cat for it. I need to start trying it with the kitten now. She's over a year and she's just so yeah. energetic. She, she just will squeak. She doesn't. meow. she squeaks very high pitched, and she will just squeak at me and lead me through the house to the one toy she likes that's the most. So cute. Uh, not smart enough to bring the toy <laughs> to me, but like that's all she's begging for. So maybe, maybe I will have my mom crush moment once I start taking that maybe. cat out.
0: Good luck. I hope we'll that see for what you happens.
1: I hope I find a moment. I mom like, crush. hope I
0: didn't mess up by not offering to share contact information, but it just felt too soon.
1: <laughs> oh my God. It just I felt love too it. soon. This is, like, this is exactly, especially for the age that I was, and more so you were when, you know, in high school and stuff before social media made it very easy to reach out to people. It was like phone numbers were kind of yeah. sacred. A- AIM screen names were not readily available. And it's like, there's a there's a heft to offering that information yeah. to someone.
0: There is, you know?
1: This is very <laughs> cute. I don't have a whole lot more to say about it, but it's really fun to watch to watch you like, yeah. oh
0: my God, I just want to meet your friend
1: so bad. It's like, it is so endearing uh, and adorable. And I hope I it hope works so out. You two are cute <laughs> together. I hope you make it work.
0: Thanks. Yeah. i'm trying to think i'm like mm, i don't know it's a pretty nice day out today It's saturday maybe at noon i gotta go pop my way to the park
1: yeah, just, hey charles i'll be back in yeah. eight <laughs> hours why yeah. eh. shut the door
0: but yeah it sucks because like even if we do start becoming friendly like with covid we're not gonna like be able to do anything normal but I think just having a mom friend at a park is gonna be pretty nice
1: it is gonna be pretty nice also don't sell yourself short you're maintaining a friendship by staring at your friend's butt and shoulders while watching (laughs) a video together so you can do pretty much anything
0: it's more like the upper thigh to knee area that we're looking at most of the time it's very strange no it's not not.
1: I take it that the baby is sleeping just off screen? Um,
0: She is not. So I've been working on um, having her sleep upstairs during her naps during oh, the day.
1: Okay. Gotcha. The so monitor. I have
0: the monitor here. She is pretty sound asleep, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. She's been doing really great. She actually, I, I don't want to like jinx this, and I don't think I'm going to because it's been pretty consistent for a while now, but she has slept for, like she sleeps over six and a half hours since she was eight weeks old. Like she sleeps about eight hours overnight now, between like seven that's, and eight hours.
1: She's what four months no, old. She's and three months old. Yeah. Wow, that's it's kind of impressive for that. Great. Age. Hell, I can't believe that. Yeah, it's really that.
0: great. So her nighttimes are good, and like it's so funny because I was really prepared for the breastfeeding versus formula debates online, and having that be like a source of a lot of shame for women. Like people try to be like, "Oh, fed is best," but like also, have you tried breastfeeding? Because if you're not, you're really fucking up. <laughs> Like that's 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 a general feeling still. And it's getting better. But Mm. I was not prepared for so much guilt around sleep training (laughs) where like people have so many so many things where they're like, Well, you know, you really have to put your baby down drowsy and if they're not going to bed at like between seven and eight, like it's super late, like, you know, if they're over two and a half months old, like you can't be putting to bed at ten o'clock anymore, like that's a newborn thing. But like Have you tried putting a baby that is wide awake to sleep at 8 o'clock? It doesn't go well. And I shouldn't be complaining because sometimes (laughs) she goes to bed at 10, but she sleeps for eight hours. So who the fuck really cares when it starts right now? Like she's three months old. She will learn to sleep earlier. So I don't know. I have a lot of strong feelings about this now. But what we had to work on for a little while was naps. She was not very good at napping, but she's even gotten better at that. Again, don't want to jinx it. I could be really screwing myself over for the next month Um, because there's something called the three month or the four month sleep regression where they have a harder time going down. They tend to start waking up in the middle of the night because their sleep cycle changes from like a newborn infant sleep cycle to more of an adult where they have like distinct cycles Mm -hmm. of sleep, including like a REM cycle and then a wake up cycle. But they don't know how to keep themselves awake or go back to sleep after the wake up cycle where adults do. So then they just wake up and then they're awake and then they're like, ah, I'm awake.
1: I guess that makes sense i do recall like having to to like train myself to go back to sleep after waking up in the middle of the night like if i have to get a drink or if i have to go to the bathroom yeah. like i remember being a young age being very concerned like oh no <laughs> i just woke up yeah. for real and like learning tricks about like as an adult like the way that i place my phone in my watch and avoiding any like lights over mm-hmm. a certain thing, closing my eye. I like I'm so focused in this moment where I'm half asleep <laughs> on making sure that I stay half asleep. Yeah. And so we're, yet the other night I ate too much before. This was after I went to that new new restaurant. I ate way too much, and I woke up in the middle of the night with like food in my esophagus. <laughs> I basically, and I know this is gross, but you set the tone this episode, so I'm blaming you. I woke up. I just started hicking up really aggress- hicking up, hiccuping really aggressively. Why do I think that's two words? I, I do that know. all the time. I enjoyed it though. Uh, but I I wake up I hiccup and I go in the bathroom just throw up rinse out my mouth and go back to sleep and I forgot about it. That's like impressive. I was halfway through my day. Like Rebecca, I threw up a bunch <laughs> last night. What the fuck happened? <sighs> like that that apparently I've trained myself well. Uh that's so. Good. Uh, I mean, I guess good luck to
0: the baby. (laughs) Yeah, we have a a bassinet that's like embarrassingly expensive, but Charles got really excited about it, and they give discounts for doctors, so like it was, it was, and right now it does seem to be worth the money. Um, That automatically it rocks really gently, and it has white noise in it. So it's always rocking her. And then if she starts to fuss in the middle of the night, it'll actually up the rocking and the white noise level. So it'll like shake her a little bit more and like up the level (laughs) a little bit and see if she can like go back to sleep, which is hilarious because sometimes we turn it on, especially when she was younger because, okay, the way that this thing works is that you have something called a sleep sack, which is basically like a bag that you zip your baby into (laughs) so that they can't like, because a lot of times they wake themselves up by like moving their arms around too much. So you want to keep their arms down. Uh-huh. So you velcro her in. So her arms are by her sides, you velcro her in, then you zip her up in a bag. <laughs> which, by the way, for the first like three weeks felt very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just you're basically you're tying up yeah. your baby and putting it in a paint can. Kind machine. of, yeah. But then you it like connects on the side so that she can't accidentally roll over, which is like an important thing, because babies, if they accidentally roll over at night, that's not good because then they, you know, whatever before they can actually roll. So she's zipped in and stuck on both sides. So she's like basically taped down to this thing. And it's just rocking gently back and forth. (laughs) And so sometimes we we (laughs) tried to put her in when she wasn't asleep yet. And we would just watch her with her eyes wide up and going like. (laughs) (laughs) Just wiggling around. I'm just
1: like, God, how, f- I mean, I thought it was a funny idea at first, but the idea that the rocking gets more intense as the baby yeah. gets louder, like how loud before the thing throws the kid um, out the window? It,
0: like how violent it, does it there get? There are, I think there's four levels actually. She's never gone past two. Oh um, But then at some point it's it like, because you shouldn't just leave your baby in there screaming. Like if she's continuing to like be upset, like obviously she needs something. So it'll stop after a couple of minutes um (laughs) but yeah it's it's pretty great but it's really she started waking up in the middle of the night a couple (laughs) times and she would wake up and cry once and then the it would just like put her back to sleep so i think it is already Mm -hmm. worth the money that we spent on it
1: yeah sounds like it i feel that That, that's how i feel about this microphone which has nothing to do with preserving (laughs) the life of a human but strictly in terms of cost benefit analysis
0: yeah uh but yeah so she sleeps well overnight which is great um I still can't sleep through the night because I have to get up and pump. Um yep. but it now means that I'm only getting up twice consistently. And it started to feel like pretty like I'm I'm in that routine now and it feels pretty good. Yeah. Good. Ooh. Very nice. I think someone is stirring.
1: Tell the bats in it to shutter the <laughs> fuck up.
0: That's <laughs> not how that works, Colin.
1: Do you have a do you have a like a stir and shake button that you can remotely activate oh, on the bassinet. There's an
0: app. Of course there's an app. Of course, yeah. there's an app. So yes, I, yes, <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs> just rough day parenting, just open the app, just <laughs> shake the baby, just push the baby oh. shake, but yeah. life is weird, yeah. man. This is weird. This it's is a, a weird, weird world. world.
0: But she is the best. She's just the best.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I am positive I had something else I wanted to bring up, but well, nothing I bring up can the automatic baby <laughs> shaker. So <laughs> So there's that. God, what fucking time is it? Ten o'clock. It's ten o'clock. I should be more awake yeah. right now. I don't know what the hell's wrong Maybe with. Maybe you got today. up and threw up last night. Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was extremely tired uh waking up. I slept until eight, which is yeah. a lot for me lately. I've been waking up like regularly at six thirty, which is rough. I also haven't been reading as much because I've had so much yesterday. I'm so glad we moved recording to today because yesterday my editing stuff was so dense I didn't even finish my Dice Populi Mm. edit. I was like halfway through so I woke up I'm basically just finishing that this morning and I just bought a new game that I want to play but um but I just I had to do this. There was this uh uh, Dice Populi nominated it for some awards and got an email yesterday morning that was like hey if you want us to showcase it to make your thing more visible go ahead and submit this application by today and i was like ah so we had to like figure out a bunch of stuff and then i send it all in and then they were like yeah everything oh wrong. no i was like i was like oh. i followed the instructions and then they issued clarifying instructions and i was like I feel like those should have been yeah the instructions. sounds like it but i'm sure i made a mistake somewhere but um that was like too Two hours of my day and that was just so i was very happy that we could record this morning i was planning to feel great but clearly <laughs> that didn't happen um yeah. but uh, other than that yeah i don't think i have a lot going on today once i finish all my editing because yesterday i watched taskmaster i'm up to date on same, lower same. oh did you watch the end of the series i did Taskmaster. it's very good uh the boiler the suit... boiler
0: suit was maybe the best
1: I actually I actually forgot about the boiler suit sirens so yep. that when the contestants tied themselves up and the siren went off, I was legitimately shocked and so proud yeah. of Rod. Yeah Rod's solution. I couldn't, I couldn't get over it, and I loved how everyone else was on the stage. He's like, "Do you want to get mad at me for cheating?" And yeah, like, no, that was fucking great. You, you fucking earned that one, you slide. Yeah. Piece of shit. it's funny
0: because I don't like uh, a lot of his. He's not my favorite character, or character. He's mm-hmm. not my favorite contestant, but that one was good. Like, I was like, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I am afraid that it's time for me to wrap up this recording because my daughter is starting to actually wake up. She hasn't fully started being awake, awake yet, but she begins to stir. She's awake enough
1: for you to bring her to the park, to catfish a Maybe. mom friend. God, this episode is ripe with um, The title titles. has We're to be gonna, catfish. Have a th- friend, Cat, yeah. catfish a New Either Mom
0: Friend, I think. Catfish a New Mom Friend. Either that or Automatic okay. Baby Shaker, but I kind of like Catfish a New Mom Friend.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. All right, Laura, I'll let you get to it. Thank you for taking the time yeah. to talk. Um, given how dumpy I've been feeling over the last day, this is a nice tone setter. Um, Same. And I'll text you later to let you know if it got worse but I think I'll be fine we'll see how it goes um, cool yeah have a nice yeah, day you too. I suppose see I forgot how to say goodbye to people the social yeah.
0: atrophy I just, my instinct is to just hang up the call and be like god I hope that was okay <laughs> you did great though you said have a nice day that's a very solid ending
1: <laughs> alright Alright. well Laura you have a good day Laura I'll talk to you
0: soon sounds good bye How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin with editing and original music by Colin. You can learn all about the show at the website podfriend.pizza. It has everything you need to listen and to learn about the podfriends themselves, and it's an easy place for new listeners to jump on board. If you enjoy the podcast, reviews and ratings are the best way to show it. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We'll talk to you again the first Monday of every month, so be sure to stay in touch. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.